0: doesn't go you're, just, you're the editor editor is i'm god. the stage manager yeah. yeah this is my god mike can we hold please <laughs> hold can we hold
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's scary girl
0: Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. (laughs) And And this this is Dead Time
1: Stories. Stories. Welcome to episode 81. 81.
0: Did you want to give a, a blurb about what we do? because we're trying, trying to do that. I'm trying to get into know, that. am trying If to, this is the first so time you've
1: listened to our podcast, she she says it's professional. It was a request from one of our from oh. one of our listeners. So we're trying so to
2: keep up somebody with it, but who we're listens, bad at that. So what who the fuck is regularly? this? What are we doing here? So if this is and I was first like, first we're time. being bad at this. <laughs> we're so bad. <laughs> right out the gate, just
0: bad. If
1: this is your first time listening to the show, this is a podcast where Sarah and I, which Christina is our guest, which sometimes we have a guest, but Christina, no, Sarah and I Sarah, there you go. I'll cut. get together once a week and we talk about ghost stories, true crime, paranormal, supernatural, and just the generally eerie. Anything
0: that we want to because it's our podcast and not, and not yours. yours
1: and then sometimes we have wonderful guests on like our friend Christina and they come on and we let them tell us a crazy story that happened and we just react and
2: banter so it's like I get to have a podcast but I don't have to do any of the work that's exactly Exactly. what it's like I love it that's Christina (laughs) that's me um but yeah so
1: we start off with a little bit of like what's going on like with us. I said like a bunch of times. Now I'm like overthinking about it. Oh,
0: now you're uh, like uh, self-conscious. Uh, cut uh,
1: it off. Turn off. Podcast over. Thank so you guys for joining us. This We're was Dead Time here. Stories. At the beginning of the podcast, we try to go over a couple things that we are working on, other projects outside of the show, as well as, you know, just general banter. I have a show coming up in February that I can finally talk about now because when I got cast in, and I couldn't talk about it yet. So I will be in Eric Jaffe's The Lizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Ba, 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 ba. Eric Jaffe is a local producer and performer, and they are really, really cool. And I've heard so much about them and seen them perform before, but this is my first time working with them. So I'm super excited. They did a show in the past called Sweeney Todd, which was a parody <laughs> of Sweeney Todd. Uh, oh, they tweenie. did what was I'm told amazing, but I didn't get to see it because I was in terror all that month, which was oh. Gay Miz.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. The yes. parody of yes. Gay Miz.
1: Uh, So this is The Lizard of Oz, which is a <laughs> spoof of both uh, The Wizard of Oz, The Wiz, and also Wicked. So the first act is like Wicked, mm-hmm. and then the second act is like The Wizard of Oz slash Wiz. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be playing the Nessa character, who in this production is Kesha. <laughs> Which is double hilarious to me because the week that I
0: was in the bottom at Songbird was cash a week. Mm. So I'm redeeming myself. You're like Julie Andrews being like, don't cast me as Eliza Doolittle. I'll go play Mary Poppins and win the Academy Award instead. Yeah, she will. Um, So I'm going to be selling the garment February
1: 7th, 8th, and 9th. (laughs) And 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Painted Bride here
0: in Philadelphia. And that selling the garment comment is directed towards... Our now mutual friend, yes, Chris oh. McCallum.
2: Chris, shout out, hey Chris, Chris McCallum. McCallum,
0: who just started listening to the podcast, so he's probably not at this episode. But, but yeah, we have both worked. Well, I've worked with him now I've, twice. I've and- worked with him multiple times at um, Gay Bill, which perfect. Which yeah.
1: Gay Bill is really you just show up and you sing at mm-hmm. uh, Tavern on Kamak, and that's hosted by my lovely, lovely friend. The <laughs> what do I want to call her? I was going to say the uh, Queen of Denial, Cleopatra. <laughs> Uh, Fatra with a Ph and so I know Chris from that, but then we also both got cast in this Lizard of Oz show, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to actually, like, work with him more regularly, rather than just, like, seeing him at the bar, and we alternate singing sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, he's so much fun, and I do a murder mystery dinner theater here in Philadelphia, and he has been my boyfriend- for the show my counterpart and I've only done it twice and I'm like been super nervous every single time and Chris Aww. has been my rock and Chris has been like you're doing great you're doing a good job and I was like cool I'm gonna look at you cause I'm gonna forget all these lines and I want <laughs> and I need you to save me thank you <laughs> and thank you for listening to our show now Chris so thank for you sure. Chris when you finally get to this episode we appreciate thank you you for supporting
1: the podcast mm-hmm. make sure
0: you give us five stars unlike those other fuckers
1: <sighs> that you heard about in the last episode I got feelings
0: too. they're still here right. they're multiplying
1: <laughs> and I am
2: losing Zinc control. Whoa. Are you ready
1: for that? I got red Cause hair the too. The reviews that you're leaving, oh, they're up here. Man. I don't know. I don't know. We'll- they're infuriating. Yes, they
0: are. <laughs> you better shape up, oh, okay? Because um, we need start. some listeners. We do. <laughs> they hate it when we start singing too. Do they? Yes. Speaking of more musical theater, <laughs> Who that. Some other person left a review. Oh, go oh, fuck no, yourself. Fuck them. <laughs> Songbird,
1: I'm still in at this point. I'm very Woo! nervous about this week because it's a song that I'm like, Mm-mm, about. But thankful AF week was fine. I was in the bottom, which was weird. Weird. I but think it's I was just saved because- by the door vote. But at this point, everybody yeah. in the competition is very good. So I'm not like, I'm not offended. I was just, I was very surprised. I was surprised, yeah. But at the same time, I didn't have to sing because I had the door vote for the first time ever. So that was. Those bitches showed up. People came. It was nice. Um, This coming week is my favorite song, but. It's not your favorite song. Everybody in the competition said what their favorite song was, and then we had to choose from that list. And by the time I got to choose, because they told us what order to choose in, mm-hmm. um, it was songs that I didn't know. So I listened to them, and I was like, "I think I could do this one." Uh, and so that's what this week's theme is. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yay! Yay! But of course, by the time this comes out, it'll have happened. it'll have been it'll yesterday. Have been last Correct. Yeah, so night.
1: maybe night. I went it'll home. Night. Who knows what happens?
0: Who knows? But right now, we're very optimistic. Yeah, we are. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, before we dive into what Christina has wonderfully brought to us, because right. we're not lazy, we did our research, but we like to have Christina here. <laughs> um, we like having guests. We love Guess having. And guests. Christina is a fantastic. I enjoy guest. the guest
1: episode. because Christina one. likes doing. She likes doing research. Do, she loves it. She's so. into I do, yeah. it. Yeah. Like literally, her master's is in library sciences. <laughs> I
2: do research. This bitch likes to do research. I love research. So yeah. it's
1: always nice to have Christina on because she's funny and does good research. I
2: like to get nerdy with it, if you will. If you will. That's what
1: we do. I
0: I okay. Good. We get nerdy poltergeisty with it. Yeah. yeah. We get fucked. Ba, ba, ba,
2: ba. I don't know. I, sometimes.
0: Sometimes. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real Who, lonely. Who's
2: going to, I'm real,
1: <laughs> can we make that into That's some merchandise? That's another merch we need. I'm real lonely. <laughs> oh, God. How do I feel about that? <laughs> what episode was that? That was when you talked early. about Janeway. Uh,
0: that was when you talked about the John Wayne Gacy That was episode Matt. five. Yeah, I have been lonely since episode five. <laughs> And someone still has not gotten me that John Wayne Gacy again.
1: People get excited about shout outs. Um, Caitlin, I gave her a shout out last yes. week. Oh. And then she posted on our thing where she was like, oh my god, you gave me a shout out. So like, I want to say hey to her too. Here's another and one. And then I was gonna say my friend Sam, <laughs> who I might have given a shout out to before, but she uh, was very good and defensive of us in the reviews. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I love it. Sam, like, shout out to her again too, because she's terrific.
0: I love that. Um, but before we dive into things, I wanted to real fast, because I mentioned this to mm-hmm. you guys downstairs, and yes. I was like, I want to save it for the air. I watched this documentary two days ago when I fell down a new documentary rabbit hole. And it was about Bikram... I'm going to say the name wrong. Chaudhary, Mm -hmm. who is known of Bikram Yoga. Which is the hot yoga. The hot yoga. There's Mm -hmm. a documentary on Netflix about him. I had no idea the allegations against him. I had no idea. I knew... Bikram, the name. Yeah, I knew Bikram. Yoga. I knew Bikram Yoga was
1: yeah. hot yoga. Yeah, it was hot I yoga. I didn't know it was like a guy. So you
0: can it get into a that dude. stretch. You can really like get into but it. But I watched that hot. trailer and I was well, like, "What?" He's but she getting, the whole thing. He's getting into it. He's getting um, into that stretch. Well, Ooh. he shouldn't be. Ooh. Um. So I, I'm a big yogi, and <laughs> I know of Bikram because to teach Bikram. And to study Bikram, first off, you have to take his teacher training course, which is 18 weeks. Whoa. Right? And to get in, to be a student in his teacher training course, you have to be recommended by your teacher. So you can't just go online and sign up to do this. Oh, you shit. have to be recommended by your teacher mm-hmm. to be a part of his course. So he's got this it's weird. Kind of like
2: the Illuminati.
0: It's very culty. I was thinking it was very MLM. It's oh, yeah. A,
2: yes. yeah. You get five friends, and hey, then they get five friends. friends. And now
0: he's driving like 18 different Rolls Royces. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this is all true. So, yeah. So, it's basically you have to you have to be invited to go and take the class and study. And then you get to then bear the name of teaching bikram yoga, but Mm -hmm. he also apparently has to sign off on your studio if you are going to open a studio in the name of Bikram Bikram Yoga. Yoga. He has to sign off on it. I've been
2: to a Bikram studio in Raleigh. I am so sorry they need to change their name.
0: So after all of these allegations came out about him as him being a sexual predator, which (gasps) I could get more into details, but I would say just watch Watch the the documentary. Because basically what it comes down to is, of course, he's doing this hot yoga 18 week class. It, it's like when you put a whole bunch of theater kids together and tell them to do summer stock. They're all going to fuck each other. Oh my They're God. all going to be sexually charged. Mm-hmm. You've got people in bathing suits taking hot yoga, taking hot yoga for nine hours a I mean, day. He's these like, transcendental yeah. Oh, yeah. Like heart yes. 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 Yeah. Also, this man doesn't sleep. He never sleeps, so he would just... I mean, that's what
2: he's doing during yoga.
0: (laughs) He would just call... No, because when he's doing yoga, he's berating the yogis. He's also an incredible sexist. He's a super racist. They've got it all on video of this dude yelling at his students, being like, you're a fucking bitch, you're a bitch, this bitch, she couldn't do it, put your hands on the wall, put your hands on the wall. Oh, this bitch, now she can do it now yes i'm not kidding there was like a guy no this is just from the trailer there was a guy
1: who he yelled at about being fat where he was like i can see your stomach jiggle like you need
0: to suck suck it in in. suck that in yeah but in that documentary that same guy was friends with the girl who started the allegations and he was like i was very conflicted because i felt like now here you are accusing my father and he didn't break down when he talked about his friends his female Ugh. friends coming to him saying that Bikram had assaulted them uh-huh. but when he talks about these women calling out Bikram then he breaks down
2: fuck that shit
0: and that's when fuck he that cries shit.
2: fuck that shit
0: that's when he's like it just really hurts because it feels like you're insulting you're like you're attacking my father and he's Ugh. like I and he says he does like I don't doubt them but for some reason Bikram being attacked affects him more than the women. Because and that's in it. and that's where you're just like this man has completely brainwashed, brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all of these people. Yeah. And what's awful is these women who have been assaulted, they said the number one girl who talks out about it, her name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. And she says he assaulted me, he didn't rape me, but I finally got away. And even when I was leaving, I turned to him and I said, Good night.
2: Jesus!
0: And the one girl who actually did get raped by him in his own house with his wife and children sleeping upstairs, he raped her. And then at the end, she was like, I got up, I cleaned myself, I kissed him on the forehead, and I said goodnight. It's this level of brainwashing that you can't even wrap your head around. And then for me, as a yogi, I've done what he's known for are 26 poses Mm -hmm. in a sequence. Mm -hmm. That's your hot yoga class. That's what he's known yeah. for. That's what he apparently designed and invented himself, which mm-hmm. that's a false. But I've done that sequence. That's the hot yoga sequence that I did in my studio in Houston. The sequence in and of itself is very good. It's
2: great. But yeah. then
0: to know the history behind it and the foundation behind it is it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And the fact that this dude is still out doing this. He's no longer allowed in America. He fled the country. God. However, they will, not, they will not pull criminal charges against him to get him extradited back to America. No. The district attorney is just like, "Uh, oh, okay. And no criminal charges are filed against him. So now he's practicing. He did a teacher training in Mexico in 2018. He did a teacher training in Spain, one of his largest, in 2019. Mm. So this man is still practicing, he's still teaching, and I would assume he's still assaulting women. Did you watch Wild Wild Country? No. I was
2: thinking about that, too, with the Rolls Royces. Like, what the fuck? Um,
1: The Bogdan, I think, is the guy who leads that cult, but it's the same. Not the same in, like, (laughs) the allegations of, like, abuse, but they, like, poisoned people. They, like... Oh, man. You gotta watch that one. Yeah.
2: Because... It's a long it's a long one, but it's good. It's really good.
1: But the same thing where, like, he's still teaching, but mm-hmm. he's not in the U.S. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he's in his home country either, because they won't have him there either. So he, like, still goes around. They just go there somewhere else. There's still people that follow yeah. him.
2: Right. Um, I mean, he basically just took over this tiny town, brought all of his people to it, was making tons of money off of all of his followers, so he could just pay off whatever the fuck he wanted. But
1: he... They basically they moved to like this town already existed mm-hmm. but it was a town of less than ten thousand people <laughs> and they basically built their own town there mm-hmm. and they took control of the government because they had the voting power because mm-hmm. they had all these they people all the living people. there yeah right um and they had their own like police force mm-hmm. but it was all like his followers
2: and they also had a fleet of a hundred rolls royces yeah he was obsessed with them he was
1: obsessed with rolls royces um The thing that stood out to me about it, because this is what happens when I watch any documentary about a cult, (laughs) is that in the beginning I'm like, "Okay, I'm with you so far. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm into this. Like, so far I'm into everything you're talking about." Right. And then when it slowly starts to turn, you're like oh, I hope I would leave at this point. Like, I hope I wouldn't be one of these people
0: that's like, I'm in this. Give me that AK. Right, like, right. That's exactly like this Bikram documentary. Yeah. Is so, it starts and mm-hmm. you've got the people being like, he pushed me to places I didn't know I could go. Uh-huh. He tapped into it. And I've been in those yoga classes. I liked, yeah, I, I liked it. It I was, was like, great. I've, I did
2: it like a few, I did it like five times. I didn't like memorize the moves or anything. But I was like, this is great. I love this. You're really getting into well, it. Well, not
0: even not even his stupid sequence, which is yeah. not his sequence. He stole it from his guru sure. and then marketed it as his own sure. in America. Sure. But just yoga in general, I've had many, I've been practicing for over, seven years now like I'm just I'm a big fan that's why we record late on Sundays mm-hmm. is because I have my yoga practice and it's very enlightening and heart opening and so to hear these people talk about going into this class and having this instructor that's like mm-hmm. heart opening and just really opens things for you and then he realizes that he's got you in this vulnerable position where you trust him and
2: then and now he's going to manipulate yeah.
0: and he's going to take advantage yeah. of you it's awful so yeah. in a weird way I highly recommend watching Bikram it's an hour and a half it's on Netflix That's not bad. It's eye-opening. They kept talking about him in the past tense, so I was like, oh, cool, he's dead. He's dead. (laughs) No, he's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's still doing this, so I highly encourage you, anyone who's listening, if you're thinking about doing Bikram teacher training, please don't and go study, like, Vinyasa or something Mm -hmm. else instead Mm -hmm. because this is not okay. We do not need to perpetuate this behavior. This is a problem.
1: And on that Mm -hmm. note, I also recommend Wild Wild Country if you're interested (laughs) in documentaries about cults. Right. And I want to say it's, like, seven episodes. It's long. All right, Ben. the first two or three you're like I'm still down mm-hmm. with this cult like mm-hmm. I'm still into it like give me the red shirt I can be a member I'm into it and then right then they start I can sh- jump for three hours right and right. then you're just like whoa okay I'm like orgies, yeah, okay, I'm, that's all right. I'm <laughs> right, still down. That's I'm right, still right, down. All right, all right,
0: down. Everyone consents. We're good. And We're I was good. like, all right,
1: over overtaking the vote by having like your whole your own town. Fine, you know what? Fine, good for them. They're doing good things. And then it was like, oh, poisoning people who disagree with them, and uh, they're having their own like AK-47s and terrorizing and the town. A
2: militia. Okay, yeah.
1: that's that part's not cool.
0: All right, now this took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> it took a turn. Mm. So, yep, check those out. Um, I love Netflix. I do, too. I've been down the rabbit hole. and We will talk more in future
1: episodes. if you haven't watched it yet and you haven't listened to every episode of the show, Evil Evil Genius. genius. (laughs) Fucking amazing.
2: I was rewatching it a couple of weeks ago. I I never get tired of it. I tell everyone. It fascinates
1: me because it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. And that's the word that they use over and
0: over again. And I'm like, accurate. It is so fucking bizarre. And What's-His-Face still deserves a posthumous fucking Academy Award for playing the cops and playing mm. everyone. Bill Rothstein. Bill, Bill Rothstein. Goddamn Bill Rothstein. You know what, though, Deserves I think a fucking gal, Academy Award. I think the
2: gal I'm talking about today could go head-to-head with Marjorie. I can't wait. All right, well, on that's a as good a segue as any. Sarah. Stephanie.
0: Christina. Christina. Y'all ready to talk about some Ghosts.
2: Except not ghosts. This isn't you're a literal ghost, but else. like the
1: ghosts of the past. Well, today. there is a
2: ghost. Okay, okay, cool, let's go. But I mean, it's not, uh, there's <laughs> a dead person who created a Who became a ghost.
0: ghost. Sure. Right. Okay. Hey. Let's go.
2: Hey. Hey. put that on a shirt all right all right crikey all right so no you're not no, doing it in the, the ex- whole, oh, time, the whole time? time no i thought you were gonna quote you. people in the <laughs> no, accent i will i am gonna quote people in the whole, time. whole thing. i was like I just she's needed gonna do the drop whole to it you know what i mean you kind of yeah. have like, like the, the my word i start with is good eye good eye day yeah good eye good eye all right so so, um, we are going down under. Ah, uh, and I wish someone would go down under.
0: I'm real lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pose that goes with that. Right. A little shoulder yeah, It's cute. It's cute. It's, cute. <laughs> it's cute. No guy sees it. It's cute.
2: <laughs> so, today we are going to be talking about the most vicious woman in Australia. Catherine Knight got him, got him. So I'm gonna start like I always do at the beginning. So, um, her childhood was pretty fucking rough. Who knew? Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she was born to a family of Bogans, which are Australian rednecks. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I was um, like, I'm not
1: familiar with the term. Yeah, okay. So but
2: hillbilly, got it. Right, right. Uh, specific to Australia. And so she lived in New South Wales um, in a town called Aberdeen. That's where she spent most of her time.
1: Did she have an instant hotel? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope so. God, I love that show. Me too. Thank you for introducing me to that. <laughs> um, another Netflix winner. Uh, have so, I told you
0: about it? I'll God, could what? we be sponsored by Netflix? <laughs> that, that would be so sp- good.
1: Be Netflix. Oh, my God. And if you don't already have us. Netflix, go to netflix.com backslash dead time. Oh, <laughs> oh right? That would be so killer. I know. That would be great. Oh, maybe I we wish. could get free subscriptions.
2: Like, Night. You're right. You're right. Segway. Hey. Um, so her father was a violent drunk who would regularly beat and rape her mother in front of the children. Oh. Up to 10 times a day.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so the mother would speak really explicitly to her children about their sex lives, specifically how much she hated sex and how much she hated men. And this had a huge impact on Catherine. Um, She didn't grow up to hate sex, kind of the opposite, but she definitely grew up to fucking hate men.
0: I mean, I can kind of understand that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm on board with the cult so far. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So um, she left school at 15. She could not read or write, and she was known as a bully. Um, but she didn't leave school before she assaulted a male student with some sort of weapon. What? Yeah. What and does that mean? She, Up his butt? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess she just hit him with something. Yeah, was like, she could have just hit him with it. <laughs> she just, yeah, she just physically assaulted Cut. someone. Cut that. <laughs> Please don't and before a teacher injured her in an act of (gasps) self-defense. So the teacher, she attacked a teacher somehow. The teacher injured her, and the teacher was not punished because it happened in self-defense.
0: Because obviously Catherine started it.
2: Right, right. Um, But you know what? At 15? 15. But you know what? Things weren't down for Catherine. It wasn't all bad after that. She actually got her dream job a year later. So, in this particular area of Australia, there were two main employers. You have the mines, and you have the slaughterhouse. And Catherine's dream job was working in the awful room of the slaughterhouse.
0: Of course, it was. Yeah. So, why that's, else would we be talking about her? And that's her awful. Dream
2: job. Yeah, that's awful. O f f a l. It's like yeah, the organ The bad stuff. The blood pudding, like. That kind of shit. That's awful. That's it's, what she worked with. It's
0: the awful stuff. It of is. The and that's art. what she wanted to do her life. That
2: was her dream job. She was very good at it. She quickly got promoted. And this is a question for Stephanie, because I know Sarah knows the story a little bit. But it was there that she received her most prized possession. What do you think that was?
0: Oh, shot in the dark. <laughs> yes!
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I guess one of three things. <laughs> Where I'm like either some sort of tool, Mm -hmm. some sort of weapon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you going to give her
0: options or no? No, no. I'm just going to let her figure it
1: out. Well, because my few things were, but she's, are you nodding like, yes, that's what it is or? No, I'm nodding at, like, I see your reasoning. Yeah. So I'm thinking like either some sort of tool that she would later use, Mm -hmm. um, some sort of keepsake, like a bone or some sort of like fragment Mm -hmm. uh, or some sort of like organ something that, mm. but i'm like but those don't stay mm-hmm. so i imagine more either like a tool that she continued to use on people uh or you're
2: like, you're you're, you're, you're like there a okay. you're real close it was a set of professional knives of course oh okay. yeah. there you go that was very close she, she loved these knives so much oh, that she slept nice. with them hung above her bed Cool. Were they vector knives? I don't know. I've been trying to look up how these knives were positioned above her head. I've looked that's oh, everywhere. Oh, I'm saying was she part of that MLM? You remember oh, the vector oh. knives? No, oh, no. See, no, no that's
1: funny because I'm so oh, like from that. I got a total Angelina Jolie vibe. Oh yeah. Oh, no, keeps that's a that's totally, of blood around her
0: neck, and she collects knives. That's where knives. we're going. That's where she we're going.
2: Was always very much into knives. That's where we're going. So, um, so she somehow kept these knives above her bed every night wherever she was so do you imagine just in case she needed them do you imagine it was
1: they were home i was gonna say do you imagine that it's either like a thing of them rolled out dexter Mm -hmm. style and up above on above the bed like that or do you imagine it's like a mobile
0: with like dangling you (laughs) know like i don't know i don't practicality wise i would i would think that it's like on the wall that she can grab them but Visually in my head, I, I was thinking it. a whole moment. Right. I was thinking like an artistic, like instead of a mirror on the ceiling, <laughs> it's knives on the ceiling. And mm. it's just like hey, dangle. And like yeah, like she can like
1: take one off if she wants to
2: use it. And she's right. also
0: like, maybe one of them will fall on me while I'm sleeping, and that's fate. <sighs> See, and that that's how I like to live. Me. And I she's into that.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. So Who I don't knows. know. I don't know how she did that. Catherine? Is she dead? She's not. Catherine, we'll let us know. How'd you, How'd you do, do that? that? Drop a line. Let, let me know. Dead time Stories. Drop a knife. Not Dead a time knife. Stories at gmail.com. Um, so there's a little bit about how, what her childhood was like. Um, so let's talk about her relationships, because that's really the most important part of Catherine's story. Sure. Um, she was known for being a root rat. What the fuck does that mean? So uh, in Australia, rooting is fucking. Okay. Okay. So she was known as a root rat. She was. She was kind of a fuck bunny. She was down with the D. She, she liked, loved she it. She liked to fuck. She loved the D. She Aww, was all we could, we have about it, right? <laughs> but um, she was she also known, fucking. <laughs> she was also known to crack the shits. For no reason. What does uh, what does uh, that mean? Crack the mean? Start fights. Okay. Uh, she would start. She does sound like me. I love this. Australian I like her so play. far. <laughs> oh, just wait. I'm crack on board the with shits. the cults. Right. I know. I'm down I with cults so that. far. Um, so so she she was known for getting into blues. Is that a like color? A blue is a fight. I was going to yeah. say,
1: that, I'm guessing because you fight and you get like bruised up.
2: Maybe, yeah. That could be it. Okay. Um, but she was extremely manipulative mentally and physically. Oh, sure. So now we are going to talk a little bit about borderline personality disorder okay okay so a personality disorder is a type of mental illness that affects a person when they keep going through the exact same cycles same
1: like patterns
2: patterns right it's all about patterns and they keep going through them again and again and again and they never learn from the negative repercussions so caths Flavor. Calf. Yeah, yeah. We're like Calf. that. Yeah, cat's flavor. We're like that. Of um, borderline personality disorder was the cycle of idealization and um, devalument. So when she would meet someone, they would be wonderful. They were so amazing. And she was so lucky to have them in her life. And she just knew that they were the one, they were the one that were going to make her. Whole and they were just excellent and wonderful, and everything about it was just completely overwhelming and all encompassing. Like, it reminds me of a relationship you would get in when you were like younger, like in your very, yeah, when you're like 14, right right right, right? right, right, where you're just like, Oh, this person is wonderful, we're gonna forever, and you're like, You're 14, calm down, right? Right, exactly. And so, so I shouldn't feel that way about mm, everyone now, not about everyone. <laughs> but some people sure noted so, <laughs> these relationships would start really quickly and be really really intense and if someone is that important if someone is your everything then what wouldn't you do to keep them right so what she would do was she would do these extremely crazy and we're gonna get into them she would do these acts that just drove these people insane it pushed them away from her or drew them into her she would do these things to show how much she loved them and then eventually they would not live up to the model that she had in her brain of who they were because they were people because they were people and she really didn't see people as people she saw people as reflections of herself Mm -hmm. so they were either all good or all bad and once someone fucked up they were completely devalued. And in her mind, she could do whatever the fuck she wanted to them. Because that
1: person was trash anyway. Because
2: they hurt her first. Everything was validated because she was the victim. Okay? Okay. So she was extremely manipulative. Down with the cult so far? Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, All right, I'm on board. I don't see what's wrong. All right. So she was extremely that. <laughs> manipulative mentally, but she was also extremely physically violent so she would go after men who were smaller than she was she was known for being quite tall and strong and so she would go after smaller weaker men so that she could physically dominate them um and she always decided when the relationship was over it didn't matter what they did to end it to get away from her whatever she was the one who put the nail in that coffin it was always Literally. on Literally. Yeah. So um, the moral of this story, and of a few stories, I think this is a life lesson that we should really go on and remember every day. Not all pussy is good pussy. Don't stick your dick in crazy. Right? And not all dick is good dick. I mean, it's, it's same, same. There's oh, some crazy girl, dick out I there. Know I know, right? And in the moment, you're like, oh, this is great. This is fine. This is whatever. But... But no. He took a good dick out of this he world. He took a good dick out of this world. <laughs> So
1: yeah. It's a T.S.
2: Madison quote. <laughs> very good. Very good. But, uh forgot about that. Yeah. I was forgot telling Val that story the other day.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. I
2: love that story. So let's get into the blokes. All right. Let's get into that dick. That dick. So, uh, David Kellett was her first husband. He was a coworker of hers at the slaughterhouse, and he was also known for being a raging alcoholic. Um, Party, right? I was say sounds like her type, right? So she was sober at this time. At this time, she did not start drinking until she was with her fourth uh, relationship. Yeah, so she was sober, but on their wedding day, her mother told him, "You better watch out for this one." Or she'll fucking kill ya. (laughs) Foreshadowing Her, her own mom. Her own mother. And then that night, on their wedding night. Did she kill him? He woke up to her strangling him in his sleep. But she had her reasons. Which were what? Well, they had only had sex three times before he went to sleep. And she knew that her parents, because they told her, had had sex five times on their wedding night. And so she felt like she needed to live up to that standard. And since he didn't, she could strangle him. Okay. <laughs> Right. Down with the cult. <laughs>
1: I thought it was going to be like she had seen it in a porn one time.
0: <laughs>
2: he said he might be. It. And she's like, don't you like this? Right, right. Uh, no, he didn't. He, uh, he did not like being strangled in his sleep. No. But uh, they stayed together. And when she was pregnant with their first child, she burned all of his clothes and shoes because he came home late from the bar one night and fractured his skull with a frying pan.
0: She did or he fractured his own skull? She did. She fractured his skull? She did. Well, how late was he getting home and when did he say he was going to be home?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Had he ever explicitly said he wasn't into that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Down with the cult so far? Maybe not.
2: Maybe not. Um, They still stayed together. He never pressed charges. And after their first child was born, Kellett ran away with another woman to Queensland.
0: Oh, bad move. Bad move. You're right. Should not have done that. You're right. Because you know what that did to Kath? She's going to kill him. Good old Kath. She took a trip to Queensland.
2: She went fucking crazy. Her and
0: her frying pan.
2: Mm. So what she first did was she put their newborn child in a pram and pushed it so erratically down the street that she was stopped and arrested and put into a mental institution. What the fuck? Yeah. How erratic do you have to push a freaking can- I mean, baby I stroller? I I figure she's just like, you know, going side to side with it, just crazy. But um, like a
1: drunk driver swerving, right? But yeah. she's doing that in the road with, with a, stroller. a
0: stroller. Did I ever tell you about the time Sawyer and I were walking back home from Earthbred to our house on Hoarder, and we were walking, but we were both drunk, and I was guess I was swerving, <gasps> and Sawyer was like, "Sarah, stop! You're gonna get us pulled over." <laughs> <laughs>
2: we were
1: both drunk oh man
0: <laughs>
2: um so anyway uh, but we weren't pushing a baby you, moral of no the story: No children were involved so um so she got put into the loony bin for a couple of weeks and then she was discharged because she was fine right um but that day she took her two-month-old daughter and laid her on the tie of a railroad track stop She stole an axe and went running through town threatening to kill people. So, fortunately, uh, an old man from the village who was, like, scrounging around the railroad tracks for things that had been thrown out found the girl and saved the daughter minutes before the train came. What? Minutes, yeah. And Kath was again arrested and put in the same mental institution, but she signed herself out the next day. They let her? They let her. What year was this? Um, this was probably late 70s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um Too, too... soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ugh. So, uh, so yeah, so she got, she signed herself out and for a few days she was all right. And then she decided that what she really needed to do was find Kellett in Queensland. Sure. Yeah. So, um, she took one of their neighbors and her daughter hostage. She sliced up the woman's face with her (gasps) knives, took them hostage, forced her to drive to Queensland, and they made a stop at a service station along the way where the neighbor and her daughter were able to escape. But Kath, took her knife and held a young boy hostage instead, and the police had to disarm her with brooms. Brooms? Brooms. Because they're weird about guns.
0: But she had a knife. Yes. You don't bring a broom to a knife fight. They did, and they won. They won, though. They won.
1: They got her. See, because here's the thing, though. Like, you can't stab anybody with a broom. But you got to get within, like, three feet of somebody with a knife. That's true. Right? You
0: can broom Brim someone. Brim good, like, yeah. five feet away. Right. So I should keep a broom by my bed at all times. <laughs> That's what I'm
1: understanding from this. Definitely. Definitely. Got, it. got it. Yeah, got no
0: it. No But I don't think a broom will help you in a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. Nope. Just a knife fight. You're right.
0: And this is America, so. so right, right. So maybe keep the But in Queensland, gun. bring a broom. Bring a got
2: broom. It. Right. So um, why didn't why didn't
1: she just drive the car? I guess she, I don't know. Like, why did she keep kidnapping people? I don't know. She'd because already...
2: she's a lady. She doesn't drive herself. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Uh, no idea. I don't maybe know. She, she didn't sounds know how. like she's fucking That's crazy. That's all I can think. I was
1: like, maybe she didn't know how to drive. She could have
2: not known how. Yeah, she was not known for being intelligent. Sure. I mean, illiterate, dropped out at age fifteen. If you're not going to learn how to read and write by fifteen, you're probably not going to learn very not much, much all, of anything. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you're
1: learn how to. Slaughter in a slaughterhouse.
2: Right. Well, right. she got her dream job, so... That's a thing. That's a thing. So, uh, she was arrested. She was put in a different mental institution for a while. Um, and when Kellett heard her plans... So, her plans, she told to the psychiatric nurses, was she was going to murder the attendant at that service station because he fixed Kellett's car so that he could drive to Queensland. Oh, my God. Then she was going to go to Queensland, murder Kellett and his mother right what about the new girlfriend yeah no word on that so um okay I mean, maybe she was hoes over bros maybe she was like you know no shame on your game you found a good one you tried you to keep know. him but he was, he was mine, mine. <laughs> but he was mine right so um you done fucked up <laughs> when kellett heard all of this he came back to her stop
0: what stop!
2: remember i said that was their first child
1: you did say that <laughs>
0: Oh my God! Okay, so he's dumb as fuck too. Right. Well, he wasn't. All right. Drunk. Well, he deserves it. I'm
1: like, <laughs> sorry. He was
0: like, you know what? Whatever. in the gets country is expensive, but getting in this cunt <laughs> and is she free. Followed
1: me all the way to uh, to Queensland. To Queensland. She must yeah. really love me. want mm. so to get up in it. It's true love. I get up in them guts. <laughs> so, uh, so that awful. That was
2: pretty bad. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get up in that awful. Uh, and no, don't refer to anyone's genitals as. Awful. Please don't. <laughs> That's None awful. of us appreciate that. Is uh, awful. That is awful. So he sorry, came back Kath. to her. No, right? we're not sorry, Kath. No, not sorry to well, Kath. So
1: far, I'm still down with the cold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I feel sorry for that baby who was tied I to the train know, tracks. So I happened? know. Oh, the baby's don't know, alive. Is the baby's baby alive? still in her custody? The baby was still in their custody. Uh. She kept all of her children her entire life because the only time she ever had criminal charges pressed against her were at the very end of the story. Uh. Well, then. Oh, my God. All all right. Right. Let's, what Let's happened next? So, um, so when she was released from that mental institution, she was released into his care and he moved both of them in with his mother
0: who she the also one she was going to kill, kill.
2: Right. yeah exactly right so um they stayed together for about eight more years they had a second daughter
1: eight more years mm-hmm. eight. and all that happened like in their first year of marriage right their first year mm-hmm. or two yeah yeah. They were together eight years, eight after, years that. after that. Eight oh more years after
2: that. My God. She knew what how to keep the... a man. She knew how to keep a man. He's, she's got some dick sucking skills right? we need You're notes no. You're not on. wrong. You're not wrong. You're absolutely right. So um, eventually she was just bored and was like, girl, bye. She oh. left him. She went back to her family in Aberdeen. She ended every relationship. She ended them on her terms. On her oh, terms. On her terms. And so, all right. Well, down with the cult. Right. Two two children. Eight years. We're done. Um, she goes back to Aberdeen, and that's where she meets David Saunders. Now, David Saunders worked in the mines, and he had that was the
1: only other place. That he was the could only work. other
2: place, really. Um, so he had a second apartment. So the two of them met within months. They were shacked up together, but he kept that second apartment to his bad move downfall yeah bad move so she became incredibly jealous anytime she was away from him like anytime he was over at the second apartment she would just get pissed off and so they went through this huge cycle of her getting super mad and kicking him out and then going back and begging for him to come back and that was just their cycle that was what they did and it got really crazy um content warning she killed his puppy in front of him stop
0: Hashtag does the dog die? Yes. Yes.
2: Um, it was a two-month-old dingo puppy. <gasps> she killed it in front of him to show him what she would do if he ever left her, oh and my... then she beat him unconscious with a frying pan.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say with the dead puppy. I, thought <laughs> oh you should. I did too. I thought the it was gonna go. She beat him with the puppy. I'm oh glad I'm God. not the only one who had that thought. <laughs> No. It's all awful. No. It's all oh, awful. No,
1: does the dog die. Do- yes. yes.
2: The dog yes. does die. The, the little you died, which hurts me a lot.
0: All right, well, um, now I'm not down with the cult anymore. And then I, they had another child where, where they lost not me. with her tying her own baby to the train tracks. <laughs> no, but when you hurt the dog.
2: Yeah, we're done. I'm done. We're done. Um, they stayed together. Uh, of course eight, they fucking they had a child together. Not quite eight. Um, they had a child together. Um, and when she was pregnant, they bought their own home and she decorated it ceiling to floor with oh my god stuffed animals, beanie babies, no taxidermy, taxidermy, oh, those oh. kind of stuffed animals. I was right. like, that's not the same stuffed
1: animals. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> <a dog.
2: laughs> And then I was like, those are it stuffed is. animals right. it is. I forgot the word taxidermy. Taxidermy. Taxidermy animals. animals. Um oh my god, pelts, I'm fucking dying. Pelts, um skulls, other bones and weapons, so rusty traps, pitchforks and machetes. And that was how she decorated their entire house. Look,
0: I don't see any problem with that. <laughs>
2: I mean, you do you. If that's your judge, then like, do any, all you want. Any uh, to be clear,
1: any sort of weapon collecting makes me uncomfortable. It does. I
2: mean, just the yeah. taxidermy like, doesn't. Not even it.
1: guns, but like like knives, swords, like any anybody who's fascinated with things that kill people. Mm-hmm make me uncomfortable yeah yeah definitely i'm like that's a creepy sign to me yeah. but i'm on board with the taxidermy I'm, and i'm like skulls, we all have bones and we all die yes, i've got yeah that that i can that doesn't freak me out that much
2: and i know people who have collected like small animal skulls it's not stuff that they've killed right, but, like, stuff but that i they've found they've, this like,
0: skull right or found. i would so yes. what? You can stop.
2: I'm talking about your I lizard know person why roommate. You're at me like that. Oh, my God. We can't get That's into that. That's for another time. We cannot <laughs> get into that. This story is like too long already. It's before. woof. Woof. So um, they finally had their last fight. She went on disability while they were in their relationship, so she was just home all the time. Sure, and they had their last fight where she hit him with an iron and stabbed him in the chest with a pair of scissors. She is all about hitting someone with an iron it's or like a, a frying pan. pan. For somebody yeah. who's obsessed with weapons, she, she goes with the pan. In a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, so after that, he was like, mm, I'm. Out, but she was I think like, I need to end things. Pretty My much, terms. yeah. So he came back after that and saw that she had cut up all of his clothes. So she had used the knives that or the scissors that she stabbed him with and cut up all of his clothes. Um, after that, he was like, "Okay, I really do need to like get the fuck out of here." So he went into hiding. He literally went into hiding. People would not tell her where he was. She tried to find him off
1: the grid, bitch. off the
2: grid. So months later, months later he comes back to town to see his daughter. And he finds that Kath has placed charges against him, saying that she fears for her life around him and that he was abusive to her the entire oh, time. Damn, bitch. So even though he was the one who escaped, she was the one who, like, put that button on it. Cried and was wolf. like, no, you're not coming back. Like, fuck you. Wow. Yep. 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 So, <clears throat> next was a fella named John Chillingworth, who was obviously white. Um, I mean, Chillingworth.
1: I mean, I assume they all are.
0: Yeah, because yeah, they stick around the for so long. <laughs> yeah, he's the whitest of the white. they were Australian. But um. <laughs> I was saying because they keep coming back to her. Only white dudes Only white do that shit. Oh my God, shit. that's Only that. true. Only white people
2: do that. Nobody falls for a crazy per- pussy like a white dude. <sighs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Why am I still alone? <laughs> You're just not Cat's level of crazy yet. You just need to keep working on it. You can Thank do you. it. Thank you. Thank you. You to do it. I've got faith in I got I got to start collecting more, more knives. More weapons. That's what you need. Make That's that, how you get make a fella. That <laughs>
1: knife mobile up above
2: your bed. You're right. You're, <laughs> you're right. I'll
1: be like, it. you know, it was crazy, but I got I just got to see I'm oh, into I got to see, see her again. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was oddly I relaxing, I again.
2: And they tinkle never felt in the so It's Great! Never <laughs> felt so alive. <laughs> so um, she started dating John Chillingworth and got pregnant immediately. Um, so they stayed together the briefest of all of these they were only together for three years they had a son together and he was she just has babies with all of them yeah they, they're four well, this is you her fourth fuck kid. all the time like right when you're, you're rude, like rat. she's barely having kids for how much fucking she's doing mm-hmm. that's true that's true how do you think she keeps that guy coming back i mean come on
0: <laughs> coming back ah. Ah. she should let him come on her back and then she won't have so many kids oh my god
2: you're so right <laughs> You're so right. So, um <laughs> <laughs> So after 3 years and a baby, <coughs> she left that Chillingworth. Ted yeah, I know, right. 3 years and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um she left Chillingworth for John Price, or as he went by, Pricey pricey oh Oh, i love it don't you love it i love pricey Pricey. i love it um so pricey friends call me pricey right 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 so uh john price he worked in the mines for 17 years so he had a six-figure salary holy
0: god yeah
2: it's really dangerous work so if you do it long enough you really make bank um and he had a nice pension
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah Wink wink Wink, wedge wedge. Had a nice pension. Ah. Wink wink nudge, nudge, say no more. Say
2: no more. (laughs) So um he was the person who introduced Catherine to alcohol. He's the person who like got her into drinking regularly. So she
0: wasn't drinking or doing any drugs up until this point. At that point,
2: she was stone cold sober. Stone that's exactly what I have written. Stone cold sober. Yep. She did all of it sober. Uh, well let's see what
0: she does when she starts drinking
2: like you're bringing the bad to a bad
0: situation we're gonna have
2: a knife chandelier (laughs) this place is gonna be lit but not in john's house because he had a house with his other wife um and he wanted that house to go to his children and that was really important to him and Catherine had her house right but she was the she was a bogan she was a she was a hillbilly was a redneck um and when she this is so like some of the people that i grew up with when she found something that she wanted she took it
0: and she she just took
2: that house basically yeah she started like living in it and like treating it like it was her house trying to get him to marry her so that she could get the house and he refused to do it he didn't want to do it he wouldn't do it so she had gotten a video camera around this time. This is like in the 90s. So oh, no. So we've, we've gone up all the way to the 90s. So she had gotten a video camera at this time, and she really was into like videotaping things. And so she videotaped that he had brought two first aid kits from work that he had stolen out of a trash pile because they were expired. He had brought them to their house, probably because he was getting the fuck beat out of him and needed the first aid supplies, but I don't know if that's exactly why. But um, she took video footage of... Of it and brought it to his bosses, and they fired him, and he lost his job and his pension. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So he came home and he kicked her out. Good for him, right? He was like, "No, no, no, you gotta go, you gotta go." But that did not last. Of course, course she does not last. She She ends the relationship exactly. Her terms. Her terms. So. So months later, she came back. He welcomed her back, but she could not move into the house. He would not let her move into the house, okay? And she told people that when they got back together, if he ever took her back after that, it was till the death. (gasps) That's what she told people. And the violence just got worse. He lost so many friends. He told his friends that he had um, flipped his truck because he was covered in bruises and cuts, and they were worried about him. And he was like, no, 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 I just I just flipped my truck. They would take bets on how she would injure him that night. But because it was Australia in the 1990s, there was a huge, like, macho culture where men even if they were hit by a woman they were still men like they were yeah they were fine it's just a little bird a little sheila who's like no she can't little do sheila. anything yeah like she can't hurt a bloke like she can't do that
1: i was on my way home with the shrimp i was gonna grill up on the baby
2: <laughs> and i saw a wallaby beast in the road took a bad spin mm-hmm.
1: tumbled mm-hmm. over <laughs> right right um but it's all fine. No, nothing worse for the wear. Uh huh.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Certainly wasn't my wife. Please don't say Catherine. Certainly was not Catherine. Um, during this time, she made a voodoo doll of him. Yes. She made a tiny suit out of his clothes. Oh my god. And she covered it in his semen that she saved to make the spell. More course, powerful.
0: Yeah, we've so, talked about this. We've talked about this. It's how Christina got her job.
1: Exactly, blood magic. I there mean, we she, go. Christina didn't steal by semen. To be
2: fair, no, no, no. Christina used her
0: own.
1: Her uh, own, her own juices. sex
2: juices, not on a thing. But yes, yeah. The power of my mind it is the power. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I just thought that was fun. But she made a little voodoo doll with a tiny little suit and made it out of his clothes. I thought that was kind of cute. She has
0: a lot of time on her hands. She does. She She's does. She's
2: not working. She's got a lot of people. Yeah. Um. And she actually told people that she was going to murder him and his children and get away with it by pleading insanity.
0: Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool,
1: cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. That's that is some Marjorie deal shit right there. Mm-hmm. That
2: seriously, mm-hmm. that, I'm telling you, they can like, go head to head. She's
0: saying this one eye's half closed,
2: right? Like I'm, I murder them. I'm get away on insanity. Marjorie has a higher death count because Kath hasn't killed anyone yet except for the puppy um, oh. I know I know I know she hasn't killed anyone yet uh, so Marjorie has a higher death count yeah, Marjorie had like four boyfriends dead at this point but they're boy. crazy could really go at each other oh, sure. Like they're, should put them in a room they were and toe see to toe. that conversation oh leads. my god it would be so crazy <laughs> I would watch that I would watch Netflix so crazy <laughs> can we
0: hold a seance I assume Kath <laughs> <Katharine's> <laughs> not dead no, she's, she's not dead, dead. Okay, she's so alive we'll yeah. do a seance with Catherine calling Marjorie calling Marjorie
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'm sure Kath will be down for that oh my god can we do Spinoff podcast just called "Calling Marjorie." (laughs) We'd have to get a lot better at seances uh, for it to be interesting. Past like one or two episodes, we'd also have to go to Erie, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) in in February of two thousand, Catherine stabbed Pricey in the chest, and he was like, "You need to get the fuck out." And she said, "All right, I'll leave." If you give me $10,000 and if you don't give me $10,000, this is my house. So even though he had $13,000 in his bank account, he said, fuck you, get gone, hit the bricks. Um, So they both filed lawsuits against each other on terms of like abuse. And uh, she did leave she went back to her house and she spent the next two days inside screaming. Just screaming? Just screaming. And she didn't lose her voice. People could hear screams for two whole days coming from the house. Yeah. In the meantime, Pricey told everyone that he was afraid and that if anything happened to him, if he wasn't where he was supposed to be, he was murdered by Kath. Like, that was what had happened smart for him you should let people right. know like it, yeah it, i did it yeah or he, she did it he had gotten another job and um he told all of them like if i don't show up tomorrow she's murdered me she did it, she right. did it. and so they're like dude why are you going home why aren't you getting away from her and his reasoning like, you don't was understand. if he did she would have murdered his children yeah, no. I was like, I.
0: It, it's one of those things where like your house is haunted. Why don't you just move away? And it's like, it's not that simple. Yeah, no, it's not no. that simple. I have a hell of a fucking mortgage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll take my kids. Mm-hmm. This mortgage, the bank will take my kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they foreclosed on my children. On right? my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. But anyway, so uh, like I said, Catherine spent two days screaming. But on the third day, she awoke with a plan. She arose from the dead. All right. Okay. So first things first, she went to a thrift store and bought a pair of black sexy lingerie. Nobody loves thrift store from lingerie. From the thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Kath. She's a big fan. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, that sexy used underwear. Um, uh, sorry, that creeps me out a lot. Uh, but then she takes her youngest children and goes to her oldest daughter's house, the one that was on the railroad tracks. Um, yeah. And uh, she brings her video camera. And she's filming everything, and she's acting really weird. And she's telling all of the children and grandchildren how much she loves them. She's trying to get them to say how much they love her, how much they love each other. And then in the weirdest part of this story, she sits them down on her lap, opens her blouse, and lets them play with her breasts while singing, like, nonsense made-up songs about Nana's titty bops.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. This took a major weird turn. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nana's titty bops. All right. So what does Nana's titty bops do next? I mean, right. So uh, she left her kids with her oldest daughter for a sleepover. And as she was leaving at 11 o'clock that night, her daughter said, Mom, are you going to go kill Pricey and yourself? And Mom was like, no. (laughs) Not of myself. Not. No, of course not. Of course no, not <clears throat> myself. So, uh, just him. Just Pricey. Just Pricey. Right. So, 11 o'clock, she heads over to Pricey's. He is asleep. So, she goes into his living room and watches some TV. Then she takes a shower, puts on her sexy underwear, her sexy used underwear, <laughs> sexy thrift store <laughs> underwear. She's a baller on a budget, okay? Right. She wakes him up for a good route. And then he goes back to sleep. He's
0: not like, "Why are you
2: here?" Ew. Why did you show up? Why just that to fuck me smell like somebody else <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, no. He goes back to sleep. And then she stabs him in the chest. She tries to stab him in the heart, but he wakes up. Um, he tries to escape. He runs down the hallway to the front door. He actually gets to the front door because there's blood on it. And she drags him back into the hallway where he bleeds out. She stabbed him at least 37 times.
0: And she's bigger than him? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
2: a lot. Yeah. He was a small, like, wiry guy. So, um, so she stabs him at least 37 times. She takes his debit card and goes to the nearest ATM to withdraw $1,000 and that is when the real horror story begins. What? So she goes back. Um she takes his body and she does long incisions down his arms and his legs and skins him <gasps> in one piece. <gasps> And people who saw the skin said that his face was completely recognizable. How did she know how to do that? She worked on a slaughterhouse. Oh, God, you're right. So, like, I imagine it was kind of like a bearskin rug, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so she skinned him. She was able to skin him completely in one piece. Then she hung a meat hook over the door to his living room and hung the skin off of the meat hook. Then she went back to his body and she professionally decapitated him. There's no other way to put it. She decapitated him with one of her knives in such a way that she did not damage any of the bones in his spine when she took off his head. She put the head in a pot with vegetables and <gasps> set it on the stove to boil. <gasps> then she cut off meat from his flank
0: sure. ass.
2: Yep, yep. His booty meat. Um... And made a lovely roast with vegetables and gravy made from his fat. And she set the table two places. Oh, my God. That's right. And served up the meal on two plates with place cards next to them with the names of his children on them. After that, she takes his body because she's completely dehumanized him. He's not a human in her mind anymore. She takes him and she props him up in his favorite chair, with his legs crossed and his elbow resting on a can of soda. Mm -hmm. On a bottle of soda. No skin and no head. No skin, no head. Flank meat cut off. Yeah, and then she went upstairs and took a handful of pills. Around six o'clock in the morning, his neighbor saw that his car was still in the driveway, and he had told him the days before, "If my car is still in the driveway." She's murdered me. She's killed me. The people at work, he was supposed to have been at work. He didn't show up. He told them. And if so I don't show up everyone. She killed me. Mm-hmm, everyone called the police. The police show up. They see blood on the door and they look in through the front door and see a curtain hanging. <gasps> but it's him. But it's his skin. Oh. Um, they think it's just a curtain. Because that's what your brain does when you see something that's that awful—like you can't understand it for what it is. You, you just—and
0: it's just flesh hanging. It's just you flesh.
2: Can't... Yeah. Um. They break in through the back door. The pot on the stove with his head in it is still warm. Oh. They see the spread. They see his body, and then they realize that the curtain was his skin, oh. because one of them touched it. Oh. And his hand came away bloody. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they found oh, her what upstairs. The hell? That's a fucking
0: Monday, if I ever heard of
2: one. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Just another manic Monday. Yeah, yeah. So they they found her upstairs. Um, she wasn't dead yet. They pumped her stomach. They sent her to prison. It was the first time in her entire life she ever went to they prison. Ever faced criminal charges for anything yeah. that she did. Anything that she did. All everybody
1: that else, they shit. were like, put her
0: in the loony bin.
2: She's just crazy. She
0: went big.
2: Mm-hmm. And they were
1: then like, go she big went to go home. And she went, was like, I'm going big. I'm then. going
2: big. Mm-hmm. So at first, she pled not guilty. <laughs> Right. What? But a few days into the trial, she changed that to guilty. Um, she tried to go for reason of insanity. She was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, which does not mean that you're insane. You know what you're doing. You just don't always know that you're doing it because you have this disorder okay but she was sane. she knew what she was doing you don't
0: skin a man
2: yeah and then yeah yeah no it wasn't like she had a psychotic break and then did all this shit like no she knew exactly what she was doing she is the only woman in the history of us of australia to be given a life sentence with no possibility of parole and she has tried to dispute this and the judges have been like girl
0: oh you're just please stop he said
1: i couldn't have the house and you know when somebody tells you like you that's you can't Mm -hmm. have this one thing
2: Uh and then it's Uh the only thing that you want in the whole world oh my god you're so right that happens all the time and they're like please sit down please sit
0: down (laughs) (laughs) right
2: they're 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 like like, girl calf this this murder was the most horrific no no like no go back to jail (laughs) but (laughs) go go back back to to prison but your honor the House, <laughs> right? Right, right. It didn't have this. Is your house now? Go! Oh my gosh, it's all yours, girlfriend. But remember what I said all of her anger was towards men, so she runs the fucking prison. Oh, like yeah. she's the queen, she gets everything she's done. Like, that she hey wants girl, done. beady eyes, what's up? Hey, right, like she's the queen of it. She loves everybody. Um, she's- get on my good side, or I'll skin you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just kidding, you're not a man, <laughs> right. So that is where she is today. She is still in prison. She's still alive. She's still alive. Um, She's actually born like she's my mom's age. She was born around the same time my mom was in the fifties. So she's like sixty something, and she's playing with Nana's titty bops in prison. I guess. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of the episode. (laughs) You know what I wanted? Nana's (laughs) titty bops in prison. I titled. Volume three. Not, I'm still down with the
1: cult
2: for now. I'm still down with the cult. That's one of the options. I'm <laughs> um, down with the cult so I far. I titled mine The Moral of the Story. that it's Not, all, not pussy. all pussy is it's good pussy. pussy. Don't stick so, your dick uh, in crazy. Oof, no, no. Coming to you straight from the Dead Time Stories crew. right. Don't do it. So I think I made up for my last two episodes being kind of like. Interesting, but not creepy. I think this one definitely. I went thought into Sarah was crying uh, at one point. She was, was crying. It was yeah. Rough. It was upsetting. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. That was fucked up. Can
1: you,
0: you imagine ew. being that police officer and you walk in and you already see this horrific thing and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, and then
2: these curtains. <gasps> yeah, they quit. Like there were people on the scene who were so affected by they it, quit the force. they couldn't go are back there, to work. Are there pictures online? I'm sorry. That's I, bad don't know, but if you look up a picture of Kath, she looks like a PTA mom. Like, she oh, looks yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. normal.
0: Yeah, you would never think.
2: Yeah, no. You would never, never think
0: that she skinned her husband and cooked his butt. She's got like
2: a, an 80s perm, but like, yeah. Yeah. That's- no, you did great. Thank
0: you. I'm I'm us Well, how are you? <laughs>
2: We'll have you back again. Oh, yeah, thanks. number one spot.
1: So if you want to follow Christina on Instagram, yep. it, you won't see a lot of true Oof. crime stuff except her notes for this show. Mm-hmm. She's usually mm-hmm. posting her amazing <laughs> hand lettering and bujo stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is at kstna Five. That's mm-hmm. K. S-T-I-N-A the number five on Instagram and of course we want you to follow us we're Deadtime Stories all one word with a Z mm-hmm. our email address is deadtimestories at gmail.com if you want to help our show the best way you can do that is by subscribing to our Patreon we have one five dollar and fifteen dollar tiers all with rewards attached to them yeah. and of course if you don't have the money you can still support us in other ways the best way of course is by leaving us a five star review please on- on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook. All and we're shit. available anywhere where you listen to podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. We are all over the place. And yeah, that's all from us.
0: Oof, I'm shook. I'm done. I got I to gotta take a, a step back.
1: <laughs> on that note, Christina, I want to thank you thank again you. for coming on the show. We thank will, you so much. We always love having you. We'll definitely <laughs> be having you back.
2: <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. And, and this, this has been Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Deadtime Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Kernison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman.